Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Racers and Rental Cars Podcast, where we talk everything motorsports marketing related, the ins and the outs, the do's and the don'ts, the turning lefts, going straights, the rumors and the gossips. We are here to entertain you in the world of motorsports. So Cameron Frey and I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for rating, review, subscribe, telling 10 of your closest friends, and let's get into this week's episode. What's up, West Coast Cam? Oh, not too much, just scrolling my news feed watching the world self-destruct one post at a time but other than that just recovering from the weekend from the final race of the year it's up with you the final race of 2020 the covid season of nhra you put in the books i'm over here looking for party makers because this is our 100th episode of racers and rental cars podcast Cue which means that I'm look. I'm looking for party favors, the little horns, the little thing that you spin around that makes a bunch of noise. I'm looking for all of that right now because someone gave us 99 chances to do it over again. They got 99 episodes, and a bitch <laughs> is all of them. Exactly. Well, welcome to the dumpster fire series. <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in to, like I said, this week's episode of Racers and Rental Cars, which happens to be lucky number 100, as we are recording on the day after the election, which we could probably have an entire episode to talk about just the nonsense that we watch in the media, but we're not going to talk about that. We are going to talk about drag racing, marketing, some NASCAR, and we are going to give you some discount code. For some swag, if you place some orders, since this is our 100th episode, we appreciate our sponsors jumping in to help out at the last minute, because I literally didn't realize it was the 100th episode until this morning. Because well, so, uh, you've asked me like for the last six weeks, and I've managed to drop the ball for the last six weeks as to what episode, but if I wouldn't have, you wouldn't have known that it was 100, because yeah, you would just wouldn't have known then you wouldn't have been able to inform me, and then we would have just glazed right over it because I would have said, hell, I don't know. And then you would have yelled at me again in you know, the typical typical fashion, and then all of a sudden it would be, boom, 101 episode, and we would have been like, well, shit. We screwed that pooch. Well, I mean, I guess after the third time I asked you, I probably should have just realized that you weren't going to do it, and I should have just done it myself for uh, last week's yes, episode. Man. Just saying. So we, we missed out on being able to have a huge party with just mountains and mountains of a like guest. Our celebration for the 100th episode is kind of like the winter circle celebrations for the champions last weekend at the races. Non-existent? Non-existent in your pit. Just party your ass off just however you want. Which part of me is kind of into that, but the other part of me is kind of feels really bad for some of the people that that won because I mean that's the whole point. They not only got hosed on obviously championship money and things like that, but the notoriety and and getting to you know live the dream, live live like uh, you were dying <laughs> for a night. But uh, yeah, I mean, oh well, such is life. Welcome to 2020. Slap. Yes, and they definitely did not get the opportunity to enjoy and have all those photographers taking pictures and all those just captive 
opportunities, right? Uh, to to have pictures, to hang on the wall or on the social media feed. The, all those moments, uh, all the facial expressions, the tears, the hugs, the the champagne sprays. It, it looked like from what I saw on the social media feed. Everybody's uh, winter circle party looked like uh, the National Hockey League or NBA uh, locker room celebrations is basically how it looked. There was a bunch of closed quarters, confinements in their little pit areas, and they were just cutting loose. Um, somebody said that the Solo Cup recyclers came by there in, in Vegas to uh, recycle plastic red solo cups throughout the, the fuel pits. Uh, you know, I guess I guess I'll whatever you got to do. I'll tell you what. I will give NHRA a, one big, huge props for the whole thing. And you want to know what that was? That I've wanted in NHRA racing for a very long time for the winter circle that for some ungodly reason they don't seem to do it, and I think it's stupid that they don't do it is they gave champagne that said 2020 world champion on it or whatever. And all those mo- mother effers <laughs> were squirting everybody in like the way it should be a champagne shower, winter circle. And well, shall I say champagne shower hit spot, whatever, but they were all spraying it, And I thought that was badass. Now one year, the year that I won the world finals at Pomona, I had a friend, give me champagne and I spray, I made everybody wait and I said, Nope, I'm spraying this champagne and I soaked every photographer and they loved it. It was awesome. So I think that, you know, every other sport does it. So why don't we, I totally think it needs to be on the menu. Uh, I think it's a great opportunity to find a marketing partner, bring a marketing partner to the table for champagne. You know, the fish, we got official everything else in NHRA. Let's have the official champagne sponsor. Uh, Oh yeah. uh, uh, Freaking literally where's Corbell? Corbell's still around. We should hit them up. Yeah. I mean, that's the only place they do it. They give, they do give, I take this back at Sonoma. If you win, you get champagne because Corbell sponsors it. Oh, there you go. Well, we need to Corbell. We need to get them to step up and uh, get a little bit more excitement. Because I mean, see if you they can't, can maybe send like twenty-two bottle or what would that be, forty-four bottles for the nitro categories for each race next year, <laughs> and then maybe a handful of others for the the, the sportsman guys. That'd be absolutely, badass. absolutely, totally agree. Well, and then I think the one most unique uh, celebration that I saw was uh, the elite team uh, Eric Ender's four-time pro stock champ they had sprinkles and made snow snow angels in the sprinkles in the pits that i saw her and courtney i thought thought that was cool that you know they had that cliche that winners get sprinkles and uh there was a lot of sprinkles that were in those pits yeah no that's that's super cool and i mean at least some of the teams came up with unique ways to to celebrate and obviously they all had a really good time it was vegas which is kind of cool so i'm sure they continued the party down onto the strip um i actually left at two o'clock because traffic was an mf'er to say the least on the way home it took me like almost seven hours to get home for a three and a half hour drive so um yeah we left at two and so I didn't get to partake in any of that, but congrats to any and all and every champion that uh, that succeeded in their goals of winning over the weekend. It was really cool. Um, there was didn't really seem to be any fireworks this year, which was great. Um, you know, Steve and I were actually joking 
because um, I raced him. What was it? The Houston or down? Houston. Houston. And I was joking. I was joking with him um, when we were riding in the back of the truck together. I said, you know, if I didn't, if there wasn't a championship on the line and all that, and like we were just trying to like bury the hatchet, like you know, because him and I, like again, we're we're totally fine. Like we talk all the time. Um, we, <laughs> I told him I was going to ride deep on the car, like as a joke for Houston, like just to kind of like lighthearted that you know the, the whole situation. And he's like, oh, dude, you should have. That would have been so funny. I said, I just didn't want anybody to like, you know, turn into a whole thing. And he's like, oh no, that would have been hilarious. So. He was qualified number one in Vegas, and I was number 14, and we would have had to race. And his dad goes low for the round. He's like, oh, I was totally going to write. I was totally going to write uh, deep on the car. And so it, it's now it's our little joke. If we ever race each other, I guess we'll end up seeing a big old deeps on the side of the car. So, um, But, yeah, and he's like, yeah, then my dad went and messed that all up, uh, you know, tongue-in-cheek or whatever. But uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, congrats to everybody, Erica, Steve and Hagen and yeah and all the rest of the sportsmen sportsmen guys and gals and Stevie Fast and Pro Mod so it's pretty cool kind of cool yes. it was in Vegas kind of weird that it was just a whole aura it was I'll tell you it's so weird to be in Vegas because Vegas both races are usually sold out so yes there was a lot of racers there but it's it was so weird to see like the stands just like when you're in the water box and you kind of pan out I mean yes there was people in the stands but not obviously they did their capacity that they could or whatever and the event was sold out but everybody did their best everybody still seemed to have a good time you know again i i applaud nhra for for trying to get everything done and you know give us a place to race and all that stuff i mean i there's there's way more than we know that goes on behind the scenes with a lot of that stuff with the cdcs and all the different counties and blah 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 so i mean they got our, they got a schedule in you know, make sure it may not have been the full amount that we wanted and the payouts and all that. I mean, aside from all the mumbo jumbo, we at least had a place to race. So, um, hopefully, you know, we'll all be back for 2021 and some of the things are going to be a little, you know, the same. Some of them will be different. I did hear, I don't think it's breaking news, but I did hear from very reliable sources at NHRA that next year's format will be the same as it was this year when it comes to uh, qual- you know two qualifiers and then race. So basically Nitro on Saturday, two qualifiers, and then race on Sunday. And Sportsman would be Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday throughout the days. So I personally kind of like that because it works out for the working man, such as myself. So it allows me another extra day <laughs> at my job where I actually get paid. Um so yeah, hopefully it'll it'll all work out. Did you hear anything about that, or did I just well, break the news to you? No, you're fine with that. You could talk about that. I just wanted to go back real quick and, and touch on something about the finals that most people out there probably do know if they tune into the show. And it was the fact that we saw uh, probably hands down the greatest guy to ever hold onto a steering wheel in a pro stock car, Jed Coughlin. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, you know, proverbially hung up his helmet uh, for full-time NHRA comp- pro stock competition. And he got beat on a whole shot, which was very ironic from the fact that he's won more events, won more races on a whole shot than he's actually been beat. Um, needed the but stat he needed the stat guy to give us that stat. Right, needed the stat guy to give us that. Uh, but 
between him and Jason Line riding off into the sunset, um, and you know Erica obviously winning when Jason lost first round uh, to one of the quadra cars, it just felt like that Jag and Jason didn't really get their their moment. It felt like it was a little rushed, if you will, on the TV production side. Uh, but but hands down. I mean, obviously, Jason Line, a great guy to make horsepower in the ranks of pro stock. And, and again, Jag, one of the, I mean, one of the best to hold onto a steering wheel, whether it's bracket racing or, or a pro stock car. So, uh, it, it was, it was bittersweet to see those two guys ride out. Uh, I know that we throw Bo Butner in there, uh, kind of tongue in cheek. I think you're going to see Bo in a pro stock car again, um, at least for a handful of races next year. Uh, I feel like he enjoys that and it's still, he's still our sportsman champ. So I think he likes that, but I also feel like he is going to do other forms of racing, uh, as his, as he is expanding his, his fleet of race cars, uh, drastically. So, uh, I don't think you're ever going to know what you're going to see Bo, uh, show up in, in the lanes, uh, in 2021 for NHRA competition. But, um, that and, and can't, cannot uh foreshadow without uh or i shouldn't say foreshadow shouldn't should not put to bed talking about the nhra finals without mentioning megan meyer her pulling off a back-to-back uh world championship last year and again this year as she walks out the door into retirement uh those of you that listen to the show know that megan's been a guest of our show as well as uh, she's has her program driven by social that she's offering discount to uh, help racers for social media and their their sponsor uh, journey, if you will. So, but again, a uh, big shout out to Megan to go out on top back to back. There will be no number one on an alcohol car in 2021 because it's going to be uh, sitting on her desk as uh, she got married and got a world championship and won the event all in about of a, a 10 day period. So, uh, can't get much bigger than a sweep. I think right there. I mean, that's she swept it. Uh, I think he's supposed to sweep her, sweep her off her feet. But either way, uh, call it a sweep and uh, put the NHRA finals to bed. And just in case anybody was knowing or wondering, uh, there's 89 days until the first of February. So uh, if you're wondering about how long we got till we do this shindig again, uh, there, there's your clock. Get it Uh, running. We got, we got longer than that. (laughs) <laughs> how you think March, bro dude if you don't think there won't be race cars going down the racetrack in the month of february testing you are are, are sadly mistaken oh, they're probably Sa- what what you're trying to you're just trying to get the month of february off so you can uh kiss up to I your wife because she's going to be baby. popping out your kid yeah i was going to say yeah all right we, we well hey could, couldn't have planned that any better is that right? You couldn't have planned it. Croaking over there. I am for you to plan it any better. Like you, like you and Angie had anything to do with planning that at all? <laughs> Actually, it was planned. Believe it or not. Well, well, yeah, I'm I'm sure it was planned. The timeline wasn't planned. <laughs> I'm sure you planned it, just she, not the timeline. Hey, she wanted to have a kid before next season or close to it so she could race again. Now, that's a that's a real racing wife right there. Sounds like she's uh, not showing any selfishness or neediness in the fact that she's going to race next year. So, 
you better get those uh, backpacks out for kids for two and strollers that are for two um, and put your uh, tire gauge get your little tire gauge holder going on there so when you're in the in the staging lanes you can take care of the kids and check those tires pretty much absolutely i'll do whatever i gotta do daddy pb daddy pit bitch <laughs> yes all right well that being said as we're getting ready being closer to turning a calendar let's talk about real quick on the marketing side the women of motorsports in their calendar search contest that they have going on now we're not going to spend a lot of time on this all right because one we are talking about objectifying women of motorsports and their and their hot rods which is cool but putting them on a calendar so uh, you know i'm not really going to spend a lot of time on this i'm going to say that i'm surprised but also in a little bit of a way kind of kind of confused that that there's not more of our quality drag racing females that are over there in the running of competition for the calendar. And when I say that, I'm not talking about quality of looks overall, but I'm also talking about the, the quality of competitiveness competition. Don, didn't you say yourself looks looks get the get the likes and the sponsors and all yep. the, all the jazz. sure does on Instagram. Sure does on Instagram. Click like follow. Yep, check out my gym uh, tank top. Gotta have it, man. Gotta have it. So, nonetheless, I don't see you in a tank top, though. So nobody wants to see me in a tank top, especially with this shoulder and this harness over here. I feel like I'm 65. I dude, I feel horrible wearing this thing. Nonetheless, but I just wanted to give a shout out for them, the, the people that did did submit their photos and going through the process for the contest. Jeanette and her team over there at Car Chicks, they put this on. I think it's a great way for you to have a platform, get out there, get some visibility, start creating your brand. Uh, if you're a listener, go go take a watch and make sure that you read and familiarize yourself with some of them. That way you will know in the future about who the next up-and-comers are in the sport. So... Uh, again, women like of motorsports. 30, 30, 30 for 30 thing. Everybody's just going to start bitching and complaining, which is unfortunate. But yeah, well, but the thing about it is, is I think Jeanette and her team do a pretty good job uh, of the rules and, and the competition and the votes and so forth. So um, probably Gosh, unlike cool, this, so I'm sure I'm sure she's got it figured out. But like I'm yeah. just there's always anytime somebody does crap like this, um, you know, everybody just starts crying. Well, and I'm sure that it'll probably be better organized and run uh, with her counting in the voting possibility than the current election. So we'll say that and we'll move, and we'll move right along. <laughs> I don't think it's the same people counting that, that uh, program. So what else? All right. 100th episode. 100th episode. Dude, it, it's, it's been really tough. Uh, been really tough. Uh, for to coming up with everything that we have going on, um, dude, I'm not lying. The shoulder deal with surgery has kind of like knocked one of my wagon wheels off my wagon. I, I've got you like got a, a, a three rider. I got a I got a significant hitch in it. I re I really do, especially for this time of the year. I mean, we should be going to see. We should be at SEMA show. 
you know, we should be talking about all the announcements and, and so forth that's going on. And yet we're, we're just not. We're, we're and might I add, there was not one announcement on the last race of the year. Right. No, there, there, there wasn't. Just, the, I mean, no, except for no Don, Don Schumacher said that he plans to have. I don't know if you read the article, but it was very um, politically stated that he plans to have eight teams. I kind of feel like I could have done an article that said I plan to have eight teams too. The way it was, the way it was worded. Right. So, I mean, that's great. I hope. I hope that's true. Absolutely. But you know, I'd be curious to see who that fourth top fuel team would be. No, it's not me. Hey, everybody, I hate to break it to you. You know, I hate to hate to bum you. <laughs> just kidding. But I'm gonna go with Tony Stewart. But that's my guess. And that's gonna be your guess that you're gonna go with Tony Stewart. We're gonna see Tony in a top fuel car. Him or Josh Hart? That's well. Guess. I mean, I I mean, I could totally see Josh Hart. I mean, he had a program in place with a, another team owner uh, that fell apart. So I, I could totally see that. I have that. no idea. I'm just, I'm just guessing. But no, it's not me, unfortunately. Well, I, it was a great article. It was. No, I it mean, was. We, I think it's great. I just say like it was very like Switzerland. Well, I mean, so you're counting this Tony, day right? And age, that might be good. That might Switzerland. Be a good way to put yeah, they're just a piece of yeah. everything. It's just. Everything's perfect. Rainbows and unicorns. So you're thinking. So you're thinking that it's going to be Antron, Leah, Schumacher, and Josh Hart. <laughs> <laughs> I did see. I did see that they finally had a big to do article about Tony Stewart and and Leah uh, being a couple, and they were referred to as the next big power couple. Uh, Falling in line with Graham Rahal and Courtney. Hey, whatever floats your boat. Did you see Tony out there this past week? I did not. I did not. Okay. He very well. I thought I saw. He was at a couple other ones, but I didn't see him this weekend. But I was going to say, I think it's funny that they people make such a big deal about who's dating who these days. But you know, okay, here. What, do you think that it's a big deal because of who it is and what he holds? I have no idea. I mean, I'm just, I mean, just think day, about I'm it. Sure, he's just a normal guy. I mean, sure, he's a NASCAR dude, but and Leo, no, I mean, he's, they're both professional racers, so I mean, I don't know, celebrity uh, status Tony, thing. So. Tony's a very, very successful business person as well. God, he is. So, I mean, I th- I think a lot of times when those things get, people's relationships get drug out because it has to do with who the person is and what it is that they bring to the table in the fold. What opportunities that doors might get opened, you know, because of that. And if that's the case, that's, that's great. You know, it is what it is. I think it'd be kind of cool to see smoke in a top fuel car. Oh, hell yeah. I think so, too. 
I don't think we're gonna. I don't think. I don't think anybody's gonna be doing any pushing and shoving at the top end of the racetrack. <laughs> Not with him. I don't know. Uh, I forget what episode it was that we talked about Tony signing autographs and black and eyes at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I forget. I forget where that was. It might have been in Pennsylvania or something. But nonetheless, okay. All right. Well, let's now move that we've on to some. This. Uh, nah, not not really a not really a derail. I mean, it's it's still it's still newsworthy. I mean, it's still their personal life, but there's still business involvement that goes along with that. I mean, Leah's got a, a huge social demand. She's got a, a a very successful following that cannot be taken away from her. That she's worked extremely hard for with different you know partnerships for products and brands. And and you have, I mean, and you have Tony Stewart. I mean, that if it's involved in motorsports and business, he's done it or been involved with it or hell owned it. Um, so he knows what it takes. Uh, there's companies that I'm sure that that don't uh, don't delete his voicemail if if it's you know left at the end. Hey, this is Tony Stewart. Call me back. I'm sure nobody goes delete number seven. <laughs> I'm not I'm sure that's not happening. So yeah, I think I think it's a huge deal for our sport. And the same situation that we would that we talked about, Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin being together. Yeah. Could you, same deal. Could you, it's all I mean it it can't be bad for things. It can't, I mean aside from the personal side of it, I, I don't I don't care. I mean I'm friends with Leah. I've I've never met Tony. I they seem happy, so that's cool, you know. But like, like you said, with the with the Michael Jordan thing and the Hamlin thing, it'll hopefully it creates opportunity and other eyes on all these sports for the good, right? Yeah. Bring in more people, I- like somebody who watches Michael Jordan on the basketball court may not even know what a NASCAR is, and maybe they're going to turn it on now because there's going to be the MJ logo on the side of a twenty-three NASCAR zipping around the track that'd be cool maybe somebody that was in a super into sprint cars or nascar or whatever something that tony stewart was into maybe they'll actually watch the drag races now so i don't think it's a bad thing no and i and i take it to the other side uh for the leah concept i mean how how do you not leverage a successful female racer going 330 miles an hour she's driven pro mods She's, you know, she's driven nostalgia funny cars, and here she is. She's a successful female racer, and you have her over in the sprint car world or the dirt track world, where females are making their own way and their journey and their path over there. I mean, how do you not, how do you not leverage somebody like her over in that, over in that marketplace? You know, to be a mentor or, or someone to look up to and have connections and communications with. So I can look at it from from that side as well. Uh, you know, for Leah benefit, I know more so. I know a lot of people talk more about the Tony benefit, uh, but I, I think there's definitely benefit there for Leah as well. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, now I want to dive off, not derail, oh. dive off. This is what I consider the biggest news for the week to come out of for motorsports. Um, Actually, it for mass ma- major media markets, the biggest news is going to be the fact that Kevin Harvick did not make the final four uh, for the NASCAR championship, and 
you know, somebody that wins nine races and has one of the greatest seasons uh, in history, not to in regular season champion, not be in uh, in the, the the final race. That's huge. Um, give him kudos for how he and Rodney Childers handled their press conferences and sound bites afterwards. Could not have been any more professional uh, in that in that stake. Uh, hands down. I mean, Bush Beer, Anheuser Busch, AB, Bev, if you will, they definitely uh, home run. Kevin stood up there. He took it like the champion that he is. Uh, in the same week that they Anheuser Busch just announced, like they've got the hugest return on their relationship with Bush Beer and Kevin Harvick and NASCAR. And so, I mean, it just it was heartbreaking to see him and his team go through that, winning nine races and not make the final four. Um, so that's the huge news in the major market. I think the the minor market in the drag racing world is going to be that we are seeing the end this weekend in Las Vegas of drag racer TV and, and Warren Evans in, in the birth yeah, that, that he's, you know, six years, I think is how long he's been doing it. Six long years, and every year in almost every race for the first three years, it consistently got better. His product that he turned out got better. He grew it. You know, first it was just our little D3 area, and then other divisions wanted it, and he, he went where they, where they were clamoring for the attention. And, and it's, I'm not going to lie to you, it is heartbreaking to me as a as one someone who is on this you know the lucas oil sportsman series that travels to a lot of divisional races in different markets uh i'm also a marketing person i'm also a business person and i'm somebody that's trying to climb to that next level that's always working on trying to to make sure that i've got good credibility i've got a brand i'm, I'm trying to make that next step and warren Warren came in with a product and a platform that impacted a lot of people's racing's career. And this week we're we're seeing it come to a close at Vegas. Um and it, and it's it's really tough. It's really tough to to accept that we're going to have to find something else now. Do you think what do you think is going to replace it? Why do you think it's going away? Because NHRA is going to bring it in-house and make it a subscription service. It'll be a complimentary add-on or maybe just part of the package for NHRA.TV. I got you. Hmm. <clears throat> well, if we look at it on, on NHRA side, maybe they're doing it to put more eyes on the sportsman racer, maybe for the people that buy their NHRA.TV? I I don't know. But, I mean, for Warren's sake, I mean, he seems like a super cool guy, and, like, that totally sucks. Um, I feel really bad for him. Hopefully he'll be able to make up with other events or some, you know, other, like, these radial races and a bunch of other stuff, the big bracket races and stuff like that, but we'll see. There's going to be, I did hear some grumblings. I don't, this is totally off topic, but 
<clears throat> well, let's let's continue to talk about this, and then I'll bring it up here in a second. Oh wait, you mean we're actually going to finish a topic before we jump to another topic before we go back mm, to the other topic? Probably not. Huh? Probably not. But we'll try. Well, spill it. No, I'm going to leave you in suspense. I'm going to. I actually have something to bring to the podcast today, so I'm going to keep it till the end. Okay. So, I'm sure everybody's going to go. Okay. You know, I'm emotionally and personally and professionally invested in the the Drag Racer TV, and I am because it provided a great platform for us to advertise our motorsports companies allow them to actually get re- return on their investment um that the, that they the companies were were excited to be involved with they actually when you have a phone call and say yep i picked up a sale because they said they saw it on drag racer tv you you actually had solid metrics yeah okay i understand that it was on youtube right and that it's free and that we had sponsors that paid for the paid for the showing my question to you is, and we talked about this, we beat it like a dead horse with Lawrence when, when Power Media did their deal, our speed video. We're down here in the grassroots leagues trying to make our name for ourselves, trying to create a brand, create our own personality, have our own value to be able to come to the next level, to get to the professional level or get closer to it. And when we need platforms and opportunities to do that, and it's only with the paid audience, that that opportunity dwindles because the, the number that are paying is going to be far fewer than the number that's watching for free. That could be the, the individual that's watching because somebody else turned them on to it and they had no idea about drag racing and now they're a business person and hey they think they want to be involved we're missing those opportunities and how we're ever going to have it come back around to us to help us increase our own brand and our own visibility in a paid market when we don't have any shows right so like the first thing that popped into my head was well how cool would it be if we had a sportsman show? Do you remember we used to have sportsman shows, 30-minute shows that aired on Saturday mornings? Uh, when was that? I think that might even have been on the, the Nashville network or it might even have been ESPN. TNN, TNN right? The, right. The yeah, the Ocho. <laughs> yeah, on the Ocho. So, I mean, that talked about the sportsman racers to give them the opportunity to continue their visibility in their brand. That's on, you know, of course that's on cable network, but it's part of a cable package. So we had a show that used to cater and focus on the sportsman. Well, we don't have that now. We, we had that with drag racer TV in that Warren played different videos. You know, he started his, I love this life series. Uh, he had racing companies that played their commercials uh, if you were a racer, you could reach out to him. You could cut and, and paste and edit and grab your own racing clips, use them for your own promotion to try to help, you know, further yourself, grow your brand, your company, your race team. 
we we just don't have that. We're le- we're losing we're losing access to our content and the rights to it, and and it's going to be tough for us to bounce back and find ways to add that value in. We're not all going to make it on the Fox or FS1 broadcast. You're a pro guy, and how many seconds do you make? Right? Yeah, I I agree. I agree. I mean, it's a shame. I hope, like I said, I hope Warren lands on his feet somewhere. Uh, I say that for a lot of people, Um, not just him. You know, a lot of this stuff, everybody's trying to find their find their space again and their niche and, and things like that with it's unfortunate that things change you know we no, nobody really likes change but in the long run maybe it'll work out better for him he can make you know he'll make more money on bigger events or you know something later down the road but yes it totally sucks because his his coverage was great and and all that and i agree everything with that you just said <clears throat> excuse me that uh it it is one less avenue that uh, you can showcase your brand and your sponsors. I mean, yes, it's going to be replaced with something, but like I said, it's a it's a pay pay to play network. So I don't know. Time will tell. Time will tell. Well, and it's the loss of revenue is is a big thing, but it it's not the the biggest factor. Like it, the biggest factor is the fact that we don't have. We don't have it to create revenue, opportunities or revenue. I mean, you know, that's the biggest shame. It's, it's for on a sportsman level, it's really hard to get brand awareness and TV time and all that stuff that we all struggle and all these sponsors want and they need. Now, when things like this get taken away that aren't free anymore, again, you're like you said, you're losing that element of your market share or your, your pitch or whatever you're trying to, to sell for your sponsor. And it's a shame. And I, I hate seeing it. <clears throat> you know, we, we debate pay to play all the time about when it comes to pay TV, live streaming, all that stuff. We've even had people, we've had multiple people on the show talking about that kind of stuff. So it's a very, it depends on what side you're on here. It's left or right. I mean, you can debate and argue till you're blue in the face and, just depends on where you fall in the in the world of what you think is right. So, okay, but wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. That whole that whole debate that we've had, right, is centered around the fact that you're you're if you take away the free subscription and you start the paid subscription. And you don't have, like, you didn't add to it, right? That's why, that's, I think we had that argument, discussion with James on the, you know, with their whole deal with speed videos. Like, okay, you took it away for free, and it wasn't that great when it was free. Now I'm paying for it, and there was nothing added to it to make it any better. And, and right. I mean, and I can tell you, I've watched some of the shows now, here we are, six months into it eight months and some of them are okay but the service and quality is still just eh. and there's nothing there that adds to it to that value to justify that that pay to play we need we we need the opportunity 
to be able to showcase brands, personalities, types of racing so that we can cultivate the next generation of racers coming up, whether it's moving from the sportsman ranks into the pros or just getting individuals into junior drag racing and getting them into bracket racing to get into 90 racing or stock or super stock it dirt track the whole deal with that i mean flow sports has done a great job with their pay-to-play program for their circle track but they've got shows that help offset that and they do these driver interviews and driver specific shows that are 30 minutes long in segments that they're talking about these drivers and their backgrounds and these are the normal people these are the blue collar folks 40 hour a week you know, what we always talk about, the backbone of motorsports, we don't have that for drag racing. And that's a problem. And we've got to work hard to get that. And once we and we were getting that way with Warren and Drag Racer TV. And so I hope that he, one, doesn't, doesn't quit doing the I love these life segments uh, that he does. Yes, shameless plug. I was one of the very first ones and very great grateful and honored that he that he thought my story, you know, our story was enough to tell. Uh but at the same time, we have to continue to tell them. And I just don't feel like that's in the plan for NHRA and what they're doing with this bringing this into house and I guess that's probably the the really big rub for me is that there's not a plan to improve us. It's just a plan to take more money from us. Yeah, I guess we're gonna just gonna have to end up seeing what happens, the way it plays out. Well, got, I, I, I got a question for you. Go ahead. Can't this ought to be good, really? I mean, it's been a couple episodes since you had a question. No, I, this is a weekly question, and you haven't brought it up yet. So I figured I'd ask you a question to see if you, you know. Use the lawnmower 3.0 and had yourself a manscape moment of the week. Dude, I got one arm. Do you think I really need to be using the 3.0 anywhere near my my, my family jewels? Even though the Boys? I mean, <laughs> whew, man, look, I can promise you this: in about 12 weeks, when I can actually use both arms, the 3.0 is going to be getting a workout. Yeah. Yeah, you'll you'll hear it. The lawnmower kit will be getting a workout, but right now the crop mops are in full effect, my friend. Yes, yes. Maybe even the nose trimmer for uh, this, you know, no ma'am uh, beard you got going on here. This no shave November. I hey, Start, I got a haircut today. Right. Got a haircut today and got a clean, got a clean shave, got a clean trim up. So I, I'm ready to go. Sucker? No, no. With that no. haircut. Uh, that's no. a bunch of crap. You need to go to a different haircutter place then. Yeah, my haircut's good enough. I don't have to get a free bowl of soup with it either. <laughs> hey, I just get free beer at my place. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, nice, nice. Welcome to California. Yeah. That's it. Well, th- why, don't, why don't you tell our folks about Manscaped? Nah, it, it, hey, the crop mops were in full, full force in uh, Vegas too because um, – it was pretty hot out there, and you know, luckily we were all we were all tuned up, trimmed up, ready to rock and roll. In case we had a, you know, I mean, it's Vegas after all, so I mean, hopefully everyone there was nice and manscaped with their lawnmower 3.0, uh, and they got free shipping by using uh, 
Um, actually, no discount code for the free shipping, but they used RIRC for 20% off on their order, which, you know, I did talk to a couple people and they've actually uh, said thank you because of the podcast for uh, helping them out in that department. So kind of an awkward conversation, but I'm glad that we're having them. So, but, so get yourself a lawnmower 3.0 at www.manscape.com. Don. All right. There you go. Hey. Take it, Don. <clears throat> Take it. No, no. You can keep it. You you and Ange, you're good over there. <laughs> can't beat it. Can't can't beat it. No. Now you now now you said that you had something. Is that is that what you had? Was that your segue? That was what you wanted <laughs> yeah. to talk about? Yeah. That's that's what I had. No. That's no, I, I I heard through the grapevine through three different people. So that's why I so, feel like there may be some traction. That's why you actually call it a vine, right? Because there's more yep. than three. Like, is that yes. stem, yep. twig, branch? What I mean, twig, berries. Then now we're, we we already did the manscaped. Oh, uh, gotcha. Now we've moved on to vines. Okay, I gotcha. I um, gotcha. No, I heard from multiple people that there is some third party nitro extravaganza race situation that may or may not end up on the world of drag racing on off weekends of NHRA events in 2021. I hadn't heard that. No. No. What what all did you hear? I just heard that there's some people that have gotten together and they're trying to come up with some sort of some sort of uh I guess Avenue with some pretty predominant people within the industry of nitro. And yeah, I heard three to six races maybe. And the payouts, um, supposedly are going to be pretty good. I mean, not anything like huge, but maybe like what NHRA used to pay, <laughs> shall I say? Um, <clears throat> but it, no, no announcements or anything. It was just kind of like some grumblings through the pits. I heard from three different people, so when I heard from three different people, maybe there might be traction to it. Who knows? Well, I don't know. Is it the same three people that said that we were done after done after Labor Day? Uh, no, sir. It was okay. That so I mean to to we'll come to that, but I got to bounce back to some social media stuff. Ke- Kevin McKenna from NHRA National Dragster staff on Twitter. I had to own up. Like earlier this week, we were going back and forth on Twitter when he asked about the people that, uh, you know, said that NHRA was done. You know, how many times did we say we were done? We were, I think Labor Day was really the one where everybody said, oh, we're done after the U.S. Nationals, you know, and here we are. We're still, you know, we still are racing and finished it out. And I put my, I told him I had, but I mean, it's kind of close. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm with you. No, I told him, I was like, hey, I'd put my hand up. I, I was, I was getting very, very, uh, very uneasy, you know, about about it, and I and I think a lot of that has to do with just the fact of communication. We've talked about that nonstop. That just we just didn't have any. There was limited communication, uh, but they pulled it off. So you got, I mean, you got to give them kudos. I mean, they pulled off, which which is just one hellacious of circumstances to have to go through 
Uh, the NHRA did do it. I mean, you got. I mean, honestly, you got to just pat every promoter and racetrack series in the country if they pulled off half of what they had planned for twenty twenty. They need. They needed to get patted on the back. I mean, it's just we just didn't know what was going to go on in the world, and for people to pull it off, they pulled it off. Yeah, hell, we still don't know, but yeah, kudos to all the promoters, sanctioning bodies, and whoever that made any of these races possible. So whether you're a fan or racer or whatever, we A, had a place to race, and B, people had some stuff to watch, whether it was on TV, live stream, social media, whatever, like there was still racing to be had. So hopefully in 21, it'll get back to somewhat normalcy, and we'll see. Well, I totally agree with that, and, and I'm excited to see you know, I, I'm excited to see how a 21 series with a shortened show, right, with a shortened schedule that we have, and and solid planning. Like they they made things happen this year with a shortened schedule that everybody say, oh, we've never done that before. Oh, that'll never work, or this will never work, and they just made things happen. We, you know, and they learned from it. It may have been horrible, or had some pitfalls to it, but they pulled it off, and they're they're going to learn from it again, and it's going to move forward. And hopefully, twenty twenty one, man, I really, I really feel like NHRA will have the opportunity to put on some awesome Friday night shows, to put some fans in the stands, good weather, records being set. And maybe we'll I, get maybe we'll get them to play some PJ North songs in concert or something. Some I, kinds of dude, opportunities they could do on a Friday night. I mean, totally. I, concerts, shows, match races. I mean, anything to to bring people in and have a great show. And I, I see think it now. it's the NHRA Camping World Drive-In Movie Night on Friday night. Lock why not? Lock. Why not, I'm, dude? I'm telling you, lock it in. Wouldn't that be cool? I mean, just and, and, and the one thing like heart like a wheel or something. Oh, or the snake, snake and the mongoose, snake, mongoose movie. I'm telling you, lock it in right now. You heard it here on Racers and Rental Cars. You think so? Yeah. All, all those um, NHRA employees that are listening to this that never oh. listen to us. <laughs> yeah, that's what. The, well, that's what I think. Was. Yeah, I think I think it'll be good, and I also think the schedule and the format's going to play out well, and you're going to see some underdog race teams have have those flashy moments with two qualifiers. And I think I think you're going you're going to see it. I think uh, and take this too. I think you'll see more testing it before 2021 season. I think you'll see more testing that'll go on during 2021 season this year coming up yep then the next thing is they'll be regulating that they might regulate the testing you never know you you never know well hey let's talk about something that's not a test and that is our folks at boxo tools they jumped on for the hundredth episode and threw out a discount code and when you use it you're going to get some swag that's going to go along with it that they're going to throw in your box that's extra, and that's Boxodon10. When you check out Boxodon10 at checkout for Boxo Tools, and they are going to throw you some free stuff 
based on our 100th episode of Racers and Rental Cars. Look at that. Thanks to our friends at Boxo for that. That's really cool. See, you're, you're making money when you listen to this show, regardless if you're taking any sort of marketing tips or, you know, taking advantage of our discounts. So take that discount money that you saved, that 20, 25%, whatever it was, free shipping, and put that money in your pocket or in your little piggy bank for the 2021 racing season. There you go. Yeah, well, hey, and you can even then you reach on over, go to buy Driven by Social for Megan Myers class, spend that money over yeah, there. That's there. another discount. RIRC on her course, and you can pick up some learning to help for your planning for 2021. Which I will tell you this: I was surprised earlier this week. I talked to a couple companies who told me that in the past they've always had their budgets done, ready to go. October 1st and they just they've told me they've kind of laxed slacked back a little bit Yeah, that's not happening uh, because of the whole COVID thing and yeah. like they're just an oddball year there's you know and and they're kind of they've kind of planned and they're leaving a little extra fluff if you will to to where they they feel like they're going to have something come up they're probably going to you know be ready to have some flexibility in that but but nonetheless folks uh you know it's the first week in november 2020 is coming to a close i hope that you're out there you're making those making those last minute deals reaching out to folks um you can be like chase briscoe who uh, got promoted this week, or I guess really the end of last week, to Clint Boyer's number fourteen? Um, but he's uh, he went and signed a marketing deal with uh, a company that's familiar to NHRA racers and NASCAR racers. Uh, potential, not potential, potential market agency up in Chicago. Uh, they were they handle uh, Snap On Tools and Smithfield foods currently right now uh, but they were also very involved in the peak john force racing danica patrick uh time frame so uh that's another company that you can give a follow to out there from time to time they drop some tidbits of nuggets and information that you can kind of pick up on or be able to use for research but dude i a lot it's it's also i guess that silly season i'm going to go back to kevin mckenna Twitter, he, he was wanting to know when the the silly season was officially going to start for us, and I'm a little concerned if we're actually going to have a silly season in 2021 for NHRA. I think it might be more of the which teams are closing their doors faster or sooner season. Well, I, I mean, we haven't heard anything out of JFR since they closed their doors. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I got I got to think that they're, you know, we haven't seen anything for sale either. So we know that he didn't close up shop. You know he's going to be back. I guess the, the thing is, is, is he coming back with what sponsors and in what car configurations? I mean, he had had three cars, three funny cars, one top fueler, two top fuelers. So what what's, what's he going to come back as? Next year, you have Don Schumacher talking about he's going to be eight eight teams strong, and John Forrest was 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 five teams and, and went a different route. So I'm curious. I'm interested in 
and seeing, hearing anything out of the JFR camp during this silly season, if you will. Yeah, it'll be interesting. There's there's a lot of grumblings that I've kind of heard in and around the grapevine that I'm not going to divulge just yet. Oh, different grapevine? Yes, different grapevine. Um, this one still, we're still being watered, so I don't want to. It hasn't, it's not, it's still little baby one. Little baby one. Yeah. All right. Well, you go ahead and water your little baby grapevine. It is time for me to put this podcast to bed. Time for me to get some pain medicine and some ice. You can feel free at any point to go ahead and crack some old folks jokes. Yeah, play the world's smallest violin. Okay, yeah, this is doing that right now. You you can play it all you want. I got no problem. Um, I I believe my wife was actually taking some video today at rehab this morning when I was uh, letting out some schoolgirl, some schoolgirl wimps. It hurts so good. Yeah, no, (laughs) no, 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 it did not. But, uh, before we get out of here, folks, thank you very much for tuning in for our 100th episode. I hope that you've enjoyed somewhat pieces and parts and bits and tits and anything else that you can come out of the other 99 that we have put out and either hurt your head, giving you a headache, or made your sides cramp in pain for laughter. Uh, neither way, uh, we couldn't be here without you. And our sponsors, we appreciate all that. And with that being said, Cam, I'm going to go find a pain pill bottle. And uh, you go back to playing a college professor. I'll see you next week. That sounds good to me. I'm going to go find myself a, uh, a CBD MD gummy. And, um, yeah, I'm going to start there. You guys should try it, too. Promo code RIRC for those of you that want a discount for that, too. Uh, but, yeah, but thanks for the rest of our sponsors, Voice America for producing the show K&N Manscaped Don's Sling <laughs> look at that thing um, racersandrentalcars.com for all your apparel needs and yeah you know all the let's just let the good times roll into maybe another hundred of these things I don't know we'll see another hundred you think another hundred I mean you'll be like a hundred by then so I don't know you might be dead by then so maybe maybe not a hundred Dude, I can't believe they let us go this long. But I am grateful because it is a good time and I appreciate it. So hopefully yeah. everybody out there appreciates it as well. Tell five of your friends, folks. Well, maybe that will get us to 200 episodes. Have a good one, man. Right. I'll see you next week. You too, man. I'm going to turn this thing off now. Oh. Shoot. <laughs> Later. Thank you for downloading this episode of Racers and Rental Cars. This episode has been brought to you in part by Streetway Marketing and Media, Voice America for all of your podcasting needs, K&N Air Filters, Manscaped.com, CBDMD, Motion Raceworks, and LB Trailer Sales. Be sure to use the RIRC promo code at any of the listed sponsors. We appre- they appreciate your business, and we'll see you next week.